This is episode number five of Two Grown-Ups and a Mouse with AJ and Andrew. Today we will be talking about Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party, the Disney Parks app, and Rick's Sports Bar and Grill. I'm AJ. I'm Andrew. And you're listening to Two Grown-Ups and a Mouse. Yes, you are. You should subscribe. I would be much appreciated. You might have subscribed already. Hopefully they have. And it is appreciated. Thank but, you for subscribing. Thank you. Okay, goodbye. No, we should probably put some more stuff in the middle. Oh. Oh, I can't end it there? No, probably not. Oh. Well, every episode we seem to say, subscribe, go on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram go to our website it's all two grown-ups and a mouse yep hopefully you've heard it before hopefully so we'll save it for the end we'll talk about that later oh, okay we'll just get right into the show right into it right into it today we are going to talk about mickey's not so scary halloween party or when you're typing it it's m n s s h b That's when a... you're saying it it's easier to just say mickey's not so scary halloween party i was gonna say it because i lost you in the middle i would have no idea what you were talking about SHP, is that like a police department? Yeah. Mickey's not so scary. Mickey's Halloween party. But we're talking about the party at Walt Disney World. Yep. Disneyland has their own version of the party. And I think it's called a little something different as well. Probably. We should have looked that up. I should have. Well, we I didn't. didn't. Oh, well. <laughs> but we're talking about Walt Disney World and the not so scary Halloween party. Do you know that you can now start going in August? August. For yeah. Halloween. Well, they already have Halloween decorations coming out. It's like as yep. soon as school starts, it'll be like, boom, Halloween. Yep. Trick or treat. Yep, pretty much. August 31st through October 31st. Mm-hmm. I believe the hours are 7 p.m. until 12 a.m. I believe. The only thing I... Some, sometimes it's 1 a.m., isn't it? Yeah, I was going to say sometimes I think it goes later, but it always starts at 7. But you can get into the park at 4. Yep. That's something that a lot of people do when they don't have... Annual passes or other passes, or even if they're on a trip, they don't want to use a pass for that day because maybe they went to the water parks or maybe they went and played mini golf or maybe they went to Disney Springs. So instead of using a full ticket for the day, they'll go to the party that night knowing they can get into Magic Kingdom at 4 p.m. Sure. And it's a lot less, less expensive that way. Oh, yeah. Because you can buy a ticket for as little as like... $75, $75, give or take? I think this year, well, I think this year it's 79 now. I had to look it up today for somebody. No, but it, I was just online and it was saying if you buy it at the door, it's 85 but you can save $10 by purchasing it in, in advance. It, right. So either way, it's a lot less expensive than spending $100-ish sure. for a park pass. And even though it might still be hot because it can still get pretty muggy, at oh, yeah. night, uh, even though it is hot, it's typically a little bit better than going during the day. Well, just, you know, as the sun starts going down, the temperatures start to come down as well. So, and it's, you get a good amount of time in the park. Uh, you know, you, there's, there's the, whatever it is, eight hours, eight to nine hours of it being in the park. If you get, if you can get there right at four. So and and a lot of people do. And that's a, that's a good amount of time well a lot of people do but honestly when we go it always seems to be busiest right before i don't think a lot of people realize 
I think more and more people are realizing, but five o'clock. It's like yeah. super busy getting in at five o'clock, you know, especially because sure. there's also a lot of people leaving because they have to leave the park by seven when the party starts. Right. So you people coming and going. But that is a great perk of going to one of the parties. Sure. And it holds true for their um, very Merry Christmas party sure. as well. You know, yep. same kind of policy. But if you go to the to the party, it is a separate ticketed event. Yep. As we just talked about the cost. You can go trick or treating. Yeah. You. Literally, you an adult. Yep. Trick or treating. We've done it. No many, questions asked. Many times. No judgments to our face. Sure. I'm sure people are judging. People always judge. Let them. Yeah. We're at Disney. What do we care? Exactly. I like to trick or treat. That's a lot of fun. And you know what's really great about the trick or treating? What? They always have like an allergy free option. Sure. Or for people that don't want their kids to have. Right. As much sugar. <laughs> I shouldn't say that because their uh, option is a little high in sugar. Yeah. Uh, but craisins, I shouldn't say craisins. Yeah. Usually for the past few years, we weren't there last year, so I can't verify. But for, you know, a few of the past few years that we have been there, you could get craisins sure. at almost every state. Either craisins or sometimes raisins right. or maybe something else but they always have the place to trick-or-treat but they'll have a place where if your kid's allergic to nuts or right you don't want them having chocolate or you just don't want have them having so much candy sure there's another option so that's really nice that disney thinks to do that and they typically have about i want to say seven different different stations at least and they indicate them with special lighting yep so that i mean you when you go into the park you can get the special map mm-hmm which hopefully they'll continue doing. I know they're trying to cut back on paper and waste and everything, but it's really cute that, you know, that's a nice souvenir from the party sure. to have the, the map. And the map will tell you, this is where you can go trick-or-treating. Yeah. This is where you can get special merchandise just for the event. This is where you can watch the show. You know, this is the show times. Right. Uh, it's on the map, but it's also in the My Disney Experience app, which we are going to talk about a little bit later anyway. Yep. But like I said, trick-or-treating is one of the things that you can do at the party. So besides trick-or-treating, mm -hmm. do you know what else you can do? What? You can dress up. Yep. You can wear coattails, tuxedo. You, you yeah. could. No, but I mean you can dress up in costume. Yeah. And that is not something that adults are typically allowed to do at the parks. That's correct. On a previous episode, we did discuss Disney bounding, mm -hmm. which you can do at any time because you were just resembling a character, not trying to look exactly like a character. So right. that's that's a good way to dress up without having to worry about breaking the rules. You don't would never want to break a rule there. But at the party, you are allowed to dress up in character. Yep. Even characters there. There are some limitations. Yeah. Such as no masks, no weapons. Um, they have a few other limitations and rules that you can find on their website. That, right. That'll give you the most accurate information. I'm just giving you the gist of what you can and can't do. But it's really nice yeah. to go trick-or-treating as an adult in costume sure. and not get judged. Yeah. Oh, this time you were more positive than before. Well, you know. I'm but sure somebody is. Honestly, we, every year we've gone... And, you know, there are so many adults dressed up that I don't think anybody really... What? The people that aren't dressed up probably are getting judged worse than the people that aren't. The funny thing is, 
for the previous few years when we went, we, I'm going to, doing air quotes, dressed up. But we really weren't dressing up. We were more bounding. Yeah. We were resembling character uh, because it was more comfortable. Well, yeah. To just get into, you know, people knew we were dressed to something, but not have to be full out dressed like someone. But people do go full out. Oh, I yeah. Mean, lots of great costumes. And when we went with our friends who now live in the area, a few years ago, because their kids were a lot younger then, you can tell by the picture, mm-hmm. we did a theme. Right. I helped make the husband a Kristoff yep. costume. The wife wore Elsa. Mm-hmm. The daughter wore Anna, yep. right? I wore Olaf. Yep. You were my personal flurry. Mm-hmm. My own personal flurry. So that was definitely Disney bounding, not not dressed. And the son was the ever popular Frozen character, if you didn't realize that we were the theme was Frozen. Thor. Yep. Yeah. Well, you know. I don't really remember Thor in Frozen, but Thor is a Marvel character, which means Thor is a Disney character. So, okay, I'll take it. Yeah. Why not? Sure. But besides us, you will see a lot of families or groups that do a theme. Yep. And that's a lot of fun, too. Oh, yeah. It's nice to have a place you can go at Halloween time. And a lot of people love Halloween. And do you blame them? I mean, Halloween is great. It's a lot of fun. Well, the costumes are fun. And and you don't have to go too crazy if you don't want to. I mean, we've gotten just as many com- comments when we made just a quick T-shirt with, uh, I think one year we put a set of Mickey ears on a on a Deadpool symbol and Punisher. walked hmm? Punisher. We did Punisher as well one year. Uh, both of them we got lots of com- compliments on. Or and, comments you know, on and there's people that don't dress up at all, and that's okay too. Sure. It's pretty much anything goes. Well, not anything goes, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. It's, you know, whatever you are comfortable with. If you want to go there and you want to admire other people's costumes and not partake in the dressing up part, that's right. okay. There is nothing wrong with that. So trick or treat, wear costumes. And, you know, who else wears costumes? Mickey, Minnie. Yep. They get dressed up. Yep, for their, they get special Halloween costumes. They do on the cruise also. If you do a yep. Halloween on the High Seas cruise, you can see the characters dressed up. But you also can see special characters. Right, that you don't normally see they in have, the parks. They have Jack Skellington and Sally. Mm-hmm. Extremely popular, and the lines for that get pretty long. Yep. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, another disclaimer. I get a lot of disclaimers. Well. I'd rather be accurate, though. You need to remember to check these things before we start. Yeah, that would help too. Sorry, uh, guys, but no, uh, I'm I'm pretty sure this is relatively accurate. For Jack and Sally, they know where they're going to be, mm-hmm. so people will start lining up. Sure. However, they will check to make sure you have a ticket right. to the party. Of course. To prevent people from just getting online at four o'clock and being like, "Oh, but I'm here." No, they make sure that you do have a Halloween party ticket. So. If you do want to partake in the Halloween party activities, you will need to get a Halloween party ticket. Yep. Same goes true for the special merchandise. Yep. They don't put that out until after seven. That's correct. So you are going to have to have a ticket to the party in order to purchase the special merchandise. And they've gotten more persuasive about checking. You know, when years and years and years and years ago, back in my day. Yeah. Uh, you know, that when they closed early for a special event, 
you know, they would check before you got on a ride, but you could kind of wander out of this park, you know, doing a little shopping, grab a bite to eat. These days they don't let you do that. You know, they're going to check you as you walk in the store, walk in the restaurant. So if it's get a, you know, if it's after 7 and you don't have a ticket to the event, you're going to get chased out of the park. You know what else they do for the Halloween party hmm. that I just remembered? What? We don't do this. Mm-hmm. Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom. Yep. Very, very popular. Uh, it is something you can partake in every time you go to Magic Kingdom. Right. You go, as soon as you walk into Magic Kingdom on the left-hand side, there is a firehouse. And inside of the firehouse, you can sign up for Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom. Sure. They will ask you what, where you want to go, where you want to start at, because there's different, not booths, but areas that you can go to to get your clues to go to the next place. And they have Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom cards. Sure. Only during the parties, they do have a special Halloween party card. Sure. Very collectible, mm-hmm. very, very popular with people right. that like, you know, that collect the sorcerer's cards. Um, they do like those special collectible cards. So that's another thing you can do Right. in addition to trick-or-treating, wearing costumes, seeing special characters. You know what else you can do? Hmm. Dessert party. Yep. They have a special dessert party for Halloween. Yummy. I like the dessert party. The dessert party is very good at Magic Kingdom. It is very good. Even before, or even even outside of the Halloween party, it's very good. But there you just get the extra specialness. The dessert party at Hollywood Studios for Star Wars is even better. Yeah, but we're talking about Magic Kingdom. So. I know. No, they're both they're <laughs> both great. But right. but one day we will have to go back to the Star Wars dessert party to refresh our memories of what that one was like because that was pretty awesome. But the mm-hmm. we did one time one time uh, we went into Magic Kingdom. For the Halloween party, we mm-hmm. were passing by where they were doing the dessert party. I think this was the first dessert party we partook in. It might have been. And we said, what is this? And they told us. And we said, well, is there any availability? And they looked and they said, sure. Right. So we gave them our credit card and we paid. And that was the first dessert party. And it was wonderful. Yep. It was great food. Since then, then it was a little less expensive. Yeah. They have since added alcohol. Right. Uh, unfortunately, you can't say, I don't drink, I'm opting out of the alcohol. So it's right. a set price. You either pay an adult price, which includes alcohol, or you pay a child's price. But they have added, I believe now they try to do more sweet and savory yeah. in their dessert parties. Because I think I, they must have gotten some complaints from people saying it's all sweet. You know, all you have is sweet. Well, it was, it was even those early dessert parties when it was only sweet, it got to be, you know, you got to be a little much because you can only eat so many Rice Krispie treats and chocolate covered strawberries and right. You know, it's it's all delicious, but after a while, <laughs> I was talking earlier about the trick or treating, how they have the better options, you know, for the the uh, allergy options. I believe the same holds true at the dessert party. If you partake in the dessert party, which a lot of people do for good viewing of the fireworks, sure. Uh, but let's say that you can't have all of that. I do believe they can bring you some fruit. You just have to go over to the cast member and they should be able to accommodate you because they want to make you happy. You right. are paying on top of paying admission into the party. You have to pay to go to the dessert party. Correct. Trick or treating is free. You can trick or treat and get the candy for free. That's no yep. extra charge. But if you want to go to the dessert party, you do have to pay an additional fee. Right. So if you want to go to the party, but you don't want to 
indulge in all the sweets that are there. You should be able to go to a cast member and they will bring you fruit. At least that was my experience. Yeah, it's uh, we've seen it before a few times. I think you did it too once. Yeah, no, it was my experience because I personally I did it. Right. And I know that they do want to make everybody happy. So yeah, they'll, 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 they'll accommodate reasonable requests, right. I think is as they say. But. And I'm not sure when they started doing this, but they have table service dining, like special event table service dining mm-hmm. at Be Our Guest, Cinderella's Royal Table and Crystal Palace, which is character dining with Pooh and Friends. Right. That's something that when I was looking it up, it's new to me. Mm. Something that's not new to me is the PhotoPass magic shots. Right. There's a picture of the two of us at the Halloween party. Yep. I think it was the year that we dressed up like teacups. Maybe. Or I wore the Cheshire cat dress. Either way, we're holding the poison apple over the cauldron. Yep. And that's something that they only will do at the Halloween party. Mm-hmm. So that's a lot of fun. They do the PhotoPass all the time sure but those... but here they add those little extras so the photo pass magic shots you can get photo photo pass at any time but the magic shots dedicated to the dessert party mm-hmm. they have parades yep every day at disney multiple they have the boo to you parade right at the halloween party which is special it's a special parade and it's yep. really cute it is and they have one of my favorite firework shows yep hollow wishes of course Wishes is no longer at Magic Kingdom. Now it's Happily Ever After. Right. Is their nighttime fireworks spectacular. But they still are doing Hollow Wishes, mm-hmm. which is a really cute fireworks show. Yep. No, Halloween it's, themed. It's uh, it, it's probably been our one of our favorite fireworks shows. Yeah. We, we like the fireworks. We enjoy fireworks. We mm-hmm. don't stay for fireworks because we go there so often. So it's few and far between that we say, oh, let's stay for the fireworks because... Well, I mean, we've seen them all, basically. But, and they're great. But, but we don't need to see them again and again. So Some people like to do that, and there's yeah. nothing wrong with that. It's just not what we prefer to do. However, that's one of the other reasons that we really enjoy doing the dessert party, because it is in a special fireworks viewing area. Yep. And pretty much everyone that goes to the dessert party is going to have a good view of the fireworks. Yep. So, you know, on a regular basis, we'll go to the parks. We... Don't take the time to worry about getting a good viewing area for the fireworks mm. because it's fantastic, but we've seen it. Right. But then we can go to the hall, to the dessert parties once in a while and have a really good view. And that's really special being in that area sure. and watching the party. Well, Tinkerbell flies right overhead. Yep. For, well, where they hold the dessert party, yes, yep. it's over in Tomorrowland Terrace. Yep. Right in that. Well, it's on the lower terrace. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think it's on the... I think it's on that whole section now. Yeah, as, it's, pretty, a, it's pretty big. As it's expanded. But basically everybody lines up along the terrace and watches the fireworks. And it's it's probably one of the best locations in Magic Kingdom to see the fireworks. Yes. And one of the things that we've never really come across them, we've never really looked out for them, is the cadaver dance. Mm-hmm. But they're a barbershop quartet because we've been in Magic Kingdom on Main Street and seen the dapper dams right they wear their little outfits with the striped vests and Mm -hmm. they're wonderful singers you can hear them when you're on main street you know they'll come out sporadically i'm sure there's designated times but i don't believe they post the times i don't know yeah i've never seen the times posted right but it's there it's an enjoyable little act to catch so the cadaver dams are the ones that are out for the halloween party Mm mm-hmm 
But and as you can guess from the name, it's a Halloween themed barbershop yes. quartet. Exactly. Uh, we did talk a drop about the merchandise. Mm-hmm. They typically have a magic band. Yep. Some pins. Yep. Some pass holder pins. Of course. Some shirts. Yep. And sometimes other little mer- merchandise that's labeled with Mickey's not so scary Halloween party, usually with the date on it. Yeah. Uh, you can usually at the parks, you, if you forgot your trick or treat bag, yep, not a problem. They hand them out. They hand you out a free plastic bag. Yep. And if you need another one, get another one. Yep. Not a problem. But you can buy in the parks. They do sell kind of like the reusable bags, mm-hmm. you know, like if you want a bigger bag and they do sell the buckets, yep. like the Mickey head buckets. So there's, and that particular merchandise is available Anytime the park is open, they'll right. start selling that in August. Right. They're going to start selling their Halloween merchandise. And because that isn't something that you, that they want to limit to the party, you know, right. because maybe you're not going to the party and you want to buy a Mickey head sure. Halloween bucket, you can well, do it's, that. It's just general Halloween right. merchandise. No, but some of it is labeled Mickey's not so scary party. Mm. But I believe even the stuff that's labeled is available right during the day so the halloween party yep a lot of fun highly recommended we do recommend it we do like it a lot i don't know if we're going to go this year or skip it again we did skip it last year right uh only because as fantastic as, as it is there are some other things that we do like doing our anniversary sure is in this time frame, it's in September, not October, but right. still it falls in the, you know, celebrating Halloween at Disney mm-hmm. time frame. So depending on what other activities we partake in for our anniversary, sure. we may or may not go to the party. Right. You know, we just have to kind of play by ear, see what we decide we want to try out. But the party is definitely something that we like. We just, for us personally, there are a lot of things such as the special characters that we don't take advantage of. Right. And that's why we just have to think, you know, do we want to do that or not? But enough about the party. All right. We should talk about the app. The app. Well, there's a lot of apps. There are. There's a lot of Disney apps. There are. But we should talk about the Disney Parks app. Yep. Also known as My Disney Experience. Yep. If you don't have the app, you can go to MyDisneyExperience.com and you can do the same things that you can do on the app. Most of the same things, yes. Well, and sometimes you have to go to mydisneyexperience.com. Sometimes you'll go to the app and it'll it'll redirect you there. Sure. But it is definitely a good app to download if you're going to Walt Disney World. Mm-hmm. Because you can get your fast passes. Right. You can make dining reservations. Yep. You can see entertainment times. You can see park hours. Right. All through the app. And you can see the times of... The wait times of all the attractions. Even when you're not there. Even when you're not there. You do that a lot. I do. Just to see how bad it would be or how good it would be if we were there. You like to go when Pandora Mm -hmm. in Animal Kingdom, you know, or otherwise known as Avatar Land. I think a lot of people might not realize that it's Pandora. What's even funnier is when you look up Pandora jewelry. So you type in the word Pandora and it says, do you mean... Pandora, the world of Avatar, or a Pandora jewelry. Right. It's kind of funny. But when that first opened, mm-hmm. and you still do it now, you like to look at Animal Kingdom. Sure. To see the wait time. It's been open over a year. 
Yep. We still have not been on Flight of Passage. Nope. We have not been able to get a Fast Pass. Nope. Very popular. It is. Do you know why? And that's, you know, most of the time that wait time is still well over an hour. Right. But do you know one of the reasons we can't get a Fast Pass? Why? It's good and bad. With this app, mm-hmm. you can book your Fast Passes. Sure. If you are not staying on property, you can book 30 days in advance. Right. So that's open to everyone. Mm-hmm. You have a ticket, you can book fast passes. Right. If you are staying on property, you can book 60 days in advance. That's a big head start. That is a big head start. Not only that, you can book 60 days in advance starting with the first day of your trip and you can book for the entire length of your stay. Right. If you are staying 10 days, that means that you can actually, you're booking out 70 days in advance. Sure. So it's great for people that are going up there and staying for the longer trips. They're mm-hmm. going to benefit the most. They're going to be able to find the most availability, which is what Disney wants. They sure. want to make sure if you're coming and staying on their property that you're getting a benefit of staying on their property. And that is definitely one of the benefits. For sure. So it, it's good. And, you know, when I say bad, it's just inconvenient sometimes. But we are fortunate enough that we do go up there often enough Right. That, you know, if we don't go this time, we'll go next time. And if we don't go next time, we'll go the time after that. Sure. But it is nice to use the app to book your fast passes. Mm-hmm. You can also link to friends. Yep. You're one of my friends. I hope so. Well, you're also my family. Friends and family. That's what they call it. That's interesting. It's called friends and family. Yep. You can link to them so that I can see your fast passes. Right. You can see my fast passes. Yep. You can book my fast passes. I can. Yeah, that's nice about linking. Sure, because now only one person has to go in and organize what they're going to do for the day or whatever else. And then you don't have to play that game of, oh, well, I got fast passes for this at 12 o'clock. See how close you can get. Right. So it is nice to be able to link up to your friends and your family and book things together. Dining reservations can be made through the app. Mm-hmm. Do you know you can make dining reservations up to 180 days in advance, regardless of if you're staying on property or not? I did, because we've actually called first thing in the morning 180 days out to try to get stuff. We did. Yep. We didn't get it. Nope. And that's how bad it is sometimes. For that. <laughs> not bad. That's how popular it is. Well, yeah, for that something was, that's really popular. We were trying to get the chef's table. Mm-hmm. Now, regarding that, and I'm, I would hope that they're still doing the same thing. Because there is only one chef's table at the Grand Floridian at Victorian Alberts per day. I only have one chef's table. One seating per day. Right. Per day. And it can hold up to 10 people. However, if you book for two people, they're not going to add any additional parties to you. It'll just be whoever you book. But Mm -hmm. you can book up to 10 people. And because they only have one, they do create a waiting list. Yep. That is how we were able to get into the chef's table. Right. We we woke up 180 days in advance and we couldn't get on. Right. But the cast member said, I can put you on a waiting list. And I said, okay, because we do live in South Florida. They put us on the waiting list. And we went on February 20th. I remember the date because it was right in the middle of our two birthdays. Yep. Smack dab in the middle. So it was kind of like serendipitous that they called and said, do you want to come? It was like great timing. What a sure. great time to go do the chef's table because it is a little on the expensive side. A little. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a great experience. That, that particular 
event. I want to call, even though it's a dining experience, I also consider it an event. You cannot do that through the app. That is one that you have to call 407 WDW Dine. Right. They might even direct you to call a different phone number for Victorian Alberts because that's one of the few restaurants you can call directly. Directly. Yeah. Um, But you do have to call. You can't use the app Mm -hmm. and make a reservation. But it, it was nice that they had a waiting list for that. Sure. So they have entertainment times, park times, wait times, a lot of time. Oh, yeah. Which is good because you spend a lot of time on there. You, you, know, what, you know what else they have on there? Hmm. PhotoPass. Yep. If you have PhotoPass, you're going to see your PhotoPass photos on there. Yep. I think if you don't have PhotoPass, you're going to see your PhotoPass photos on there. They're just going to have the watermark on it. Probably. And they probably won't let you download them. No. And they ended up putting the watermark on them because people were screen capturing. Right. So they do want to prevent that because they are a business. You can't really blame them. Sure. You know, they they want to make their money. But it's a really, really great thing, the PhotoPass. Yep. We just talked about it in a previous episode. Yep. How we used to not use the PhotoPass so much. And then it kind of dawned on us, like, we pay for the we're pass holders, so we're basically paying for it. We might as well use it. That's right. I mean, because we take a lot of pictures. Mm-hmm. You know, it, I guess we we are sporadic about our picture taking because oh, we, we are go now. There, we go there so often yeah. that sometimes we don't think to take pictures of things because been there, done that. Yeah. But even when we do take a lot of pictures, we don't take a lot of pictures of the two of us because my arms aren't that long. Right. Which you tend to remind me on a regular basis. That your arms aren't long? Yes. Well, they're not. Thank you. See? I already said that. Did you have to rub it in? Yes. Thank you. I've thought about it. Thank you. I needed to rub it in. Thank you. All right, shorty. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. All right, short arms. Short round. Thanks. Anyway. Indy, Indy. (laughs) We do not take as many pictures of the two of us. Right. Or the ones that we do take are limited by the length of our arms. Right. Because you are not, 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 and I appreciate it, that you are not allowed to bring in a selfie stick. Right. That is one of the rules that I really like. So, when there is not a long line, mm-hmm. and I see a PhotoPass photographer available, I do like to stop. Yep. And say, please take our picture. We actually, a few months back, were in Epcot, mm-hmm. and there was a PhotoPass photographer don't know if she was walking ahead of us or just, and I asked her, I said, are you on a break? And she said, no, I can take your picture. And that was one of the best yeah. photo past experiences we had had in a while. Yeah. She took her time, took uh, probably half a dozen photos of us. More. Yeah. More. She took a lot. We ended up coming across her on the bridge from between World Showcase and Future World. Right. She was about to take pictures of someone else and I walked over to her. Her name was Lisa. Which I remember because mm-hmm. she was so memorable. Yeah. And I thanked her. Yeah. I said, you know, I just want you to know that you really gave us a really great experience. Right. Because she wasn't rushing us along. She really enjoyed her job, you could tell. Right. And we got some really cute pictures yeah. out of that. And that's actually a good tip if you ever run into a cast member that has done something extra special to make your trip more enjoyable. Is go to guest services and basically say that. Oh, that's the best thing to do is, is go fill out a form and get services. Right. But some people forget to tell them. They do. So it's it's nice when they hear it, when you go and tell them that. Right. It, they like to hear that feedback because a yeah. lot of people forget. You know, they're just like, okay, thank you. Sure. You know, 
but it's also good for the cast member too that's that's getting the feedback because that's you know it 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 helps them so but that's a really really great app yep there's another great app is there well i like it facebook well, that's a, that's a pretty decent app. I'm not a huge Facebook fan, but it's great for getting Disney information. Angry Birds. You can do that without the Facebook app. But that's not the app that I was talking about. Oh. I was talking about the Shop Disney Parks app. Uh-oh. Shopping. Yep. I'm like a zombie. Shopping zombie. Shopping. That app you can use in the parks. Yep. If you see a piece of merchandise... You can use the app to look up the UPC, mm-hmm. you know, the, the barcode, basically, on the product. Because let's say you go and you see this great shirt, and they only have it in a medium, and you want an extra large. Right. So you can scan the barcode yep. on the hang tag, and it will tell you where you can find that shirt in other sizes on the map. Right. It'll show you what stores it has it in. Yep. Or you can order and have it delivered to your house. Yep. Or you could order if you're staying on property, if you're there long enough, similar right. to the package pickup that they delivery service they have, right. you know, while while they're there. You can order from the app and they'll deliver it to your room. That's correct. Or to your resort. Yep. So that's a that's another great, great app. Yep. Really good app to use. I use it a little more often than I should. Yeah. But you can get your pass holder discount right. on that app. Yep. So if you go to the park mm-hmm. and you come home yep. and then you go, oh, my God, I saw this really cute shirt and I forgot to pick it up. You can go on the app, find the shirt and order it. Yeah. So you don't have to use one of the personal shoppers, which are not condoned by Disney. Right. They are just people going in and, and doing it either to make m- money or out of the kindness of their hearts, depending on. What their oh. <laughs> what their intention is. Sure. I'm sure there's a mix of both. But that is why you have the app and you can purchase not everything, but you can purchase a lot of the stuff that's available. Oh, good, good percentage. Parts. Yeah, they have a you lot of stuff. Ha- just have app. to figure out how to search for it, but especially if it's kind of weird or a little off. But you not, know, Mickey shirt is probably going to bring up a couple of options. It's not just that you have to know how to search for it, but it does take them a few days from when the products are released in the parks. Sure. Sometimes it, it's funny. Sometimes it'll be released in the parks and it takes a few days to get on the app. Right. Sometimes it'll be released on the app. Yep. And it takes a few days for it to get into the parks. Correct. I've seen both. Yep. Most recently, there's a shirt that says cat lady and mm-hmm. there's a picture of Marie from Aristocats. There might be some other cats on there. Right. Cute shirt. And a woman in one of the purse Facebook groups that I'm in, Disney purses, uh, she said, uh, you know, is there anybody going to the parks? I meant to buy the shirt and I forgot to get it. Right. So when I saw her post, I went to the app, found it, took a screenshot and posted mm-hmm. in response to her and said, you can order it directly. Right. So it's a really great app, a really great function. Yep. And if you don't have it, get it. Yeah. I think you have to live in the United States for that one also. Probably. Wouldn't wouldn't surprise me. But if you can, it's a great app. Use it. Love it. I do. Yep. You know what else I love? What? Eating at the resorts. Yep, me too. You know what we did recently? We did a lot of stuff recently. Exactly. Good answer. Yeah. But that wasn't the specific answer I was going for. Oh. We ate 
at Rick's Sports Bar and Grill. That's right. I believe it was formerly known as Rick's Cafe. I believe so. But when I was online trying to look up the names of the menu items that we ate, mm-hmm. I noticed it is now called Rick's Sports Bar and Grill. Well, I believe we mentioned that in one of our earlier episodes when we talked about Coronado. It's a... Uh, well, we've talked about how it's probably the third iteration, at least. Yep. You know, they, they've kind of redone the menu. Previously, they did not take tables in Wonderland. Right. They do. They do now. It was nice. It was. It was It was definitely a li- nice little bonus to find out that we could save our 20%. Sure. And then they do add back the 18% gratuity, mm-hmm. but not a problem because we would tip them anyway. Right. So win-win. But we did eat at Rick Sports Bar and Grill. Yep. We weren't even staying there. No. We were staying at Palm Century. Right. But it's easy for, you know, at least for us, it was easy to get in and out of Coronado. Yep. So we said, let's go try out Rick's. Sure. We knew they were changing the menu, so we said, let's try it out. And we thought it was going to have a very limited menu. Right. That was the impression we had been given by a cast member mm-hmm. at Rick's on our previous trip. Right. When we went there to grab a drink or a snack, they said... No, we're reopening, you know, I, I think that they might have even shown us a menu and it looked different than what they ended up handing to us. Yeah, it, it mm. was, it was still, it was much more, it was what you would expect as bar, you know, what you would call bar food. You're talking about the first menu we saw. Well, the, the what they thought the menu was going to be, because right. it had, it had the uh, waffle fry nachos and wings. Wachos. Yeah. Wachos. Wachos, wings, right. and those kinds of things. But it turns out that there was a lot more. Uh, yeah. It, well, it, it was a full menu. Pretty much. It was I mean, not laid out the best. No. It was a little confusing. It was funny because I think there was another table. I overheard them and they read the menu the same way I did. Yep. It was like there was a picture and there was a line in the picture that made it look like a separation Right. So you didn't realize that there were actually, it was like the sandwiches section or something. And they were still talking about sandwiches, but it looked like it was something right. else. But it was a full menu. Yep. I got the lobster sliders and the apple cabbage slaw mm-hmm. because it looked really good on the menu. It was okay. Yep. It wasn't as good as I would have hoped. I, I was hoping to have more apple in the slaw. Right. But it was nice to try something. Sure. Different. And you? I had the uh, French dip. Which you usually get a cheesesteak. Yeah. But they didn't have. Well, I was at, when, when, when we were there, I was trying to decide whether I wanted to have the burger, which they looked good. And then I saw the French dip and my, the French, a French dip is not my new trick for getting a cheesesteak because you basically order a French dip with just steak and cheese and you have a cheesesteak. Right. And if you want, you can dip it in the sauce. Right. But you don't need to. And that's you got the French dip, and it was pretty good. Yeah. It was pretty decent. Yeah. And the waffle fries. Yep. They were really good. I had some. Our server was really nice because he he rang our meal up. He rang your French dip up as a French dip with an applesaw. Right. And then he did the waffle fries as a side right. so that we would end up with more fries. Yep. So I was able to taste them. And they were pretty good. Yeah, the fries were good. And uh, like you said, the waiter, the way he rang it up meant we got more for our money. Right, which was very nice. And we sure. did we did definitely appreciate that. Uh, it was not that busy. 
when we went. No. I think what they are might be experiencing is people that already knew about the restaurant sure. having preconceived notions or having been there before, right. not realizing that the menu has since changed. Uh, so it wasn't too busy. I know we've been at Coronado before when a convention of sorts was going on mm -hmm. and the bar was packed. Of course. And that's probably, that may be what happens at, right. at Rick's is anytime a convention's going on, they're going to be more busy. Of course. Than a typical Thursday night, Friday night, right? you know, because unless people are staying at Coronado, they're not going to think, let's go to Rick's. There are other restaurants, other sit down restaurants in Coronado. Right. So it's, uh, it's not necessarily the first restaurant people are going to think about, Right. but if you want to try something a little bit different, sure. You can go to Coronado Springs, yep. go to Rick's cafe. They did have really good food. And they had really good drinks. Yeah. I enjoyed the drinks. I actually got a uh, Cosmo. Mm-hmm. And you got... Beer. Yeah. Beer. Boring. I know. They have they have a new drink menu. That was the other thing we had been shown. Right. A lot of whiskeys, a lot of... Well, there's a... Old-fashioned, in my opinion. You know, that was the impression I got of the drink menu when we were first shown it. Well, it's 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 some select mixes of things. Uh, there is some whiskey-based stuff. Uh, there's some Florida craft beers, which are very popular. You'll see those at a lot of the restaurants in Disney. Well, now, speaking of craft beers inside of Hollywood Studios, in what used to be the coffee shop, yeah. right next to Sci-Fi, you can get the craft beers. Yeah, there's a whole special craft beer they have a lot of craft beers. So. Right. And they have, you can get a craft beer flight there. Yep. And, you know, so th I'm just saying that because you said you can get the craft beers at Coronado, which is nice because, yeah, it's great that they have that special little, you know, mini restaurant mm -hmm. basically right. in Hollywood Studios. But you would have to go into Hollywood Studios. You would have to have a park ticket. You would have to go in. You know, you couldn't just run over there and get your craft beer. Sure. At Rick's, it's in a resort. Yep. So maybe you're not, you know, maybe it's a non-park day. Maybe it's a relaxing day. Whatever the case may be, you can go to Coronado and go to Rick's. Sure. I mean, it was it was really nice. The atmosphere was really nice. We really enjoyed it. We definitely recommend it. We'd definitely try it again. Sure. Then again, we like to eat when we're in the parks. Of course. But we like to eat every day. But we like to eat out when we go in the parks. Yeah. But it was it was a good a good break. That's the kind of place you know when we're staying at Coronado, it's we'll probably eat there, just because we're not the the sit down restaurant that's there is is fine, but it's not exactly to our taste. I guess well, it's, it's a Mexican restaurant, but it's it's a Tex Mex type Mexican, and we're used to right. Mexican Spanish. Right, that's what we get at home. Uh, there's a Spanish restaurant that we frequent in the Fort Lauderdale area, and it's it's more Mexican Spanish. Right. And Mexican Spanish restaurants are not the same as Tex-Mex. Right. Tex -Mex, it just has a very different taste. You know, they yeah. their rice tastes different, and just you know the the sauce they use, like on an enchilada, tastes different. Right. Not that one's bad or one's good. It's just what you might 
sure. be accustomed to. So yes, when we went to the restaurant in Coronado, that's what happened. It wasn't what we were accustomed to, so we didn't prefer it. So yes, right. if we were looking for a place to eat while we were at Coronado, we would probably go back to Rick's. Yep. We do like Pepper Market. Sure. That they have that's their quick service and that they have really good food and really good variety. Right. But, you know, sometimes you want to be waited on. Yeah. You know, and especially knowing they take the tables in Wonderland. Oh, it's a big plus for us. We'll get the discount on it and can get waited on. So it's like, and, and Rick's Sports Bar and Pepper Market are literally right across from one another. Right. So it's not as if one is further. Sure. You know, it's not going to, we're not going to have to walk any farther to get one. Right. Over, get to one versus get to the other. So it it's just a really nice option. It is family friendly, yep. but it's great for adults. Yep. Because, you know, it is a sports bar and grill. So, uh, there we've been there when the world cup yep. was on uh and they do have plenty of tvs so wow. if you're there at any kind of sport during any sporting event sure it's a great place i know espn on the boardwalk yep very popular of course during sporting events because it's the espn and it's right. a sports bar um but this is kind of nice that it wasn't so busy because you might be able to go there during a sporting event. Well, that's, you know, at, at even a, a modest sporting event, ESPN will draw a crowd to the point where there's a line to get in. So here at that same sporting event, you'll probably be able to just walk in and and sit down. Or even if there is a line, it might not be as long. Right. And, you know, for a big sporting event, you know, like a Super Bowl or something like that, then, yeah, you're probably going to have to wait no matter where you're going. So, Well, what's nice about Rick's, the layout, it's very open. So right. you don't even have to be inside of the restaurant to see the screens, mm. which is nice, you know, as opposed to ESPN. Nothing wrong with ESPN, but ESPN is behind tinted glass. Right. So... If you're trying, you know, if you're going for whatever sporting event it is sure. and you're waiting outside, you're not going to have a view right. of everything. Whereas if you go to Rick's and you happen to have a wait, that's OK, because you could still see the TVs. You can still see what's going on. So that's a definite plus. And the ironic thing is neither one of us is really all that into most sports. No. I mean, you do like your Formula One. Sure, which won't be on at any time of the day that we're there, so it right. doesn't matter. <laughs> Formula One is very popular overseas sure. in Europe, and they're five hours ahead of us. Yep. And they happen early in the morning. Usually. So a lot of the times that means that two in the morning, that's when the race starts. Yep. Rick's is closed at two in the morning. Unfortunately. So, yeah, so you're not going to be watching Formula One there. Um, you do like football more now than when we first met 15 years ago. I'm still a casual fan. Right. No, but you, you enjoy it more, you know, especially once it gets towards the playoffs. Sure. Then the games get a little better. Uh, you don't necessarily go out of your way to watch a game, but you'll certainly watch it if it's on, if we're home or if sure. we're out. You know, you'll you'll have no problem sitting and watching it. Right. Now that I understand what a down is, I don't <laughs> mind watching it since that's basically the whole game. Sure. Side note, I was in marching band. No one ever explained to me what a down was, so I had no idea what was going on on the field. Kind of a key point of football. It was ironic, because if someone had just explained that simple key point to me, it would have been like, I get it. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I don't understand the fouls and the flags, and right. but that's fine. I mean, at, at least I understand the whole concept of the game now. But um, because I understand it, I don't mind watching it. Sure. I won't go out of my way, but I don't mind watching it. Right. 
I like watching the Super Bowl. Of course, I like the commercials, but yeah. that's another story. <laughs> uh, so I, I don't know. I guess my point is I don't know that we personally would go there no, we to wouldn't. watch a sporting right. event. But if it's on, you know, it's not going to, we won't be adverse about the situation. It'll just be a new experience. Sure. So let's see. We talked about Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. Yep. And we talked about the Disney Parks app, along with the Shop Disney Parks app. Yep. And my Disney experience, which is related to the Disney Parks app. Right. Uh, if you don't have those three things that I just talked about, Disney Parks app, Shop Disney Parks, or my Disney experience, definitely look into them. They're mm-hmm. great tools yep. for Disney trips and for just finding out about Disney. Yeah. And Rick's Sports Bar and Grill at Coronado Springs. Yep. That was pretty good. I like it. Now I'm hungry. All right. I need a snack. All right. I'm going to go get a snack. We can do that. We should sign off first. Oh, so you're going to get a snack. No. I was going to say, because you didn't say you were hungry. I said I was hungry. I'm, I'm still going to get a snack, but I'm not going to tell anybody. So. Oh, I think your plan just backfired. Oops. Okay. So I guess we should close it up. Uh, if you haven't done so already, but we hope you have, please subscribe. Yep. Watch, not watch. Listen. Now now you have me doing it. You're talking about watchers before viewers. viewers. Listen. Listen to our podcast. Please subscribe to the podcast. Please follow us on social media, Facebook. Twitter. Instagram. Yep. And our website. Two grown-ups at a mouse. Yep. Dot com for the website. Dot com for the website. Without the dot com for everything else. Yep. Go ahead, subscribe and follow. If you have any feedback, suggestions. Questions. Want to know something special? Tell us we said something wrong. You you can tell us what you want to tell us. We yep. are we are going to listen. Yep. And read. That's right. We want we want to know what you have to say. So please feel free to reach out to us via any of those methods. Yep. Okay, now I can go get my snack. I think so. Now we can say good night. Or good morning. Or good afternoon. Or goodbye. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs>